You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, episode 72. You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, where we believe business can be simple and you can use your intuition to run towards your goal. Self-made business and success coach, Lindsay Maloney, helps you start and scale your dream coaching business. With her step-by-step intuitive and creative guidance, you'll leave ready to put her tips into action, push your business forward, and work with your dream clients. Lindsay is here to help you get unstuck and structure your brilliance into a coaching business that's sustainable and financially exhilarating. Here's your host, Lindsay Maloney. On today's episode, I'm chatting with you guys all about how to launch your group program when you work a nine to five. There are a lot of entrepreneurs out there who also have a full-time job or a part-time job. They might be vocal about it and they might not. I have always been very transparent that I have a full-time job and I always have as I built my coaching business over the last nine years. I know how to launch my coaching program while I work my nine to five and I'm going to share it with you today. So sit back, relax and enjoy the episode. Hey, welcome back. I'm excited to share these tips with you and if you're not a nine to fiver, Still listen, these are great tips because it's going to help you launch your program mindfully without the stress. You hear the term launch brain a lot from course creators and coaches out there because it's definitely true. You can get launch brain really easily. So what's launch brain? Launch brain is something that you have towards the end of a launch and after, or it might be when you're just beginning. It means that you are very overwhelmed with all of the things you just planned out for yourself to do to sell out a program. It means that you're feeling really off, exhausted, and you don't even want to sit at your computer because you don't even know what to do anymore because you're just tired of showing up everywhere and doing all the things for longer periods of time. You're stretching yourself out beyond your normal schedule. That's launch brain. You're not feeling like yourself. Yes, I have suffered from launch brain. It happens to all of us, but I do feel it's important to share with you guys some tips, especially to the person who has other commitments like their nine to five, or maybe you do a lot of volunteer work or you're really involved with your family, of course. You want to learn how to balance all the things. You want to launch something, but you want, again, to do it mindfully. So when you're done with your launch, you'll be able to celebrate the way you wanted to when you first began. Okay, so tip number one, I have seven of them. Tip number one is create your program outline. Create the modules. If you've listened to anybody who knows what they're doing about creating programs, you know and you've probably heard you should never create the program before you launch it. The reason why we all advise this is because we all learned the hard way. I remember creating a program and working for months on it with my head down, not talking about it. And then once I was done, expecting everyone to be able to read my mind and look at my the, what I was doing in the past three months and then wanting to buy my program and feeling really crappy that nobody wanted to buy it because I put in so much work. Lots of mistakes here. Number one, nobody know, nobody knew what I was working on because I was so involved in creating this program that I didn't even know what that I didn't even know was going to sell. Number two, you don't really notice what your students are going to need. 
So for example, the first time I launched Standout Coaching Academy, I I knew that I had to do this process. I knew that I was going to sell the course and then make it as we go. And a lot of times people get really nervous when when you say that because they feel like, okay, the minute people enroll, they're going to want this big program ready for them. And that's just not the case for a first launch. And honestly, nobody's going to think that. So if you're really worried about the fact that you have to work as you go through the program with your students, you can at least create your first module or better yet, create a module zero or a welcome module just to hold off the, the just to hold the doors shut a little bit. Um, I always picture like everyone shows up. To, I used to work at Walmart when I was going when I was going to college and I remember the noon crowd showing up on Sundays like For some reason, everyone had to just stand by these doors. Like it was so important for them to run in and get a bottle of juice. It was, it just blew my mind. But anyways, I remember everyone standing in front of the doors, the doors are locked and everyone wants to get in, right? That's how your program is. Once they've paid, they want to get some material. They want to get into this program. So creating something like a welcome module or a welcome packet, module zero, just to kind of give them a tour of your program, how to engage with the Facebook group, kind of program rules. You can share your screen. You can kind of give them a tour on how teachable works, how you're going to communicate with them, how you guys are going to get on your group calls, just kind of like a, a, one, a one-on-one about your program. And then what you do is you say, okay, module one, we start next week. And then that whole week you're working on your module and you're getting it ready. Once it's ready, you can release it to your students. So you're kind of working a week behind, a week or two behind when your module goes out. So for example, let's say you have a 12-week program, you have six modules, you can work on them um, every other week, release them every other week. So you do have a week or two in between. Um, to work on your material. Now, this can be, feel like a lot of pressure to a lot of course creators, so it can it can be pressuring if you want it to be. But really, you're just creating a, a module and material, and you have two weeks to do it. It's not it's not gonna it's not as bad as what it feels like. And a lot of times, my first rounds of my program. I was creating a lot faster than that. And I found that I was done creating my program at least two or three weeks before it was even over. So let me just condense all of that advice into one thing in case you're confused. You're going to just create your program outlines and possibly module zero or the the welcome kit. You're going to sell your modules. You don't need to show them what's inside each one first round. You just need to you just need to sell the transformation. You know, attract your dream audience can be a module title because everyone wants that. And then you're going to show them what they're going to get under each one. It's basically like you're selling six different webinars, and you can go on Standout Coaching Academy's uh, sales page and get some examples on how I do that. You're just selling the transformational titles of each module because that's all they care about. They don't care that there's 40 workbooks in your program. They want to know that they're going to get results. So you show them by the titles of your modules. And you'll be able to map this out really well once you know what your dream student really wants. I actually have a really great program inside Standout Coaching Academy that helps you do just that. 
So that's the fun part. You're creating your modules. You're writing, you're getting out your post-it notes. You're writing down the titles of each one, what you're going to cover inside. And that's all you have to do. Plus, this gives you a good layout as you're working on your course with your students on what you need to do every single week because you already created the outline. There's no guesswork. And your students are going to give you a lot of insight as to what they need. And you might be um, pivoting a little bit or editing what's included in each module or adding more material because they need more from you. So it's a really great way to customize your program for your students as well. All right, number two create your sales page. Of course, you have to sell your program. So you need a high converting sales page. I love the templates that we give our students in Standout Coaching Academy because they're so easy. But having a paragraph, a price isn't enough. We need to really dig into what our dream students want, right? We talked about the transformation before. What's the transformation that they want? What what do they wish they could have? And you need to really dig into that. I talk a lot about the infomercial scenario. The beginning of your sales page is an infomercial written down and a lot more appealing than an infomercial. So picture it at the top. You're, You're digging into their struggles. You know, the mom washing dishes with her hair crazy and she's like wiping her brow and it's black and white and she's just like having a heck of a time. That's the beginning of your sales page. You know, are you tired of washing dishes with this grimy sponge? Well, how about this? You know, what's the, what's in between that? What's in between that? Are you tired of how about this? It's you digging in further and further into what they want. So if you go back to the infomercial, are you tired of washing dishes with this grimy sponge? Wouldn't it be nice to have a rag that never got dirty? Wouldn't it be nice to never have to wash your dish rags again? And wouldn't it be nice if somebody would come and just do your dishes for you? Well, yeah, that would be awesome, right? Okay, so that's what your program does. That's what your sales page does. It digs into the problems. It digs into the struggles. It shows them there's a way out and you are the way out. You have to have a sales page for your group program. You have to. Otherwise, the sales aren't going to happen. People are not going to stumble up on your website, see a couple paragraphs, you asking for a thousand dollars, and they're going to say yes. That's not going to happen. You have to sell sell to people. You have to be able to connect with people by relating to what they're going through now. That's what a good sales page does. Number three, you have to create a launch plan especially when you have a nine to five. You are not going to have time to just wing it during launch week. Please don't do that. I want you to create a launch plan at least a month or two ahead of time. What are you going to do to sell your program? What does your audience enjoy participating in? If you don't know, then start trying things. It's not going to do you any good by sitting behind the scenes, twiddling your thumbs, wondering what will work. You will never know unless you try it. And I guarantee you, your results will be different every single time you do. So it really does not matter. So just go do it. Some of my favorite launch plan ideas are, of course, webinars. Webinars are super powerful. I enjoy doing them and I really think my audience connects very well to them. Another method for launching is a five-day challenge. Now, it's a little bit more difficult to do challenges nowadays because if you have a Facebook group, you are nodding your head yes when I say it's hard to get engagement in a Facebook group. It just really is. 
but it's a great strategy for launching, especially if you have a a fairly large community or you're bringing in people, fresh people into maybe a pop-up group. So a pop-up group would be, let's say you have a Facebook group and there's 500 people in there. The engagement is pretty low. What about trying something else? What about creating a pop-up group? So what that would be is people would sign up for your challenge and they would give you their email address. The thank you page would pop up and they'd say, okay, now come over to the Facebook group to grab your challenge workbook and wait until Monday when the challenge officially begins. Then you are going to create a brand new Facebook group that's fresh. It's only for your challenge. Once the challenge is over, you're going to close it down. The reason why this is probably going to be the best thing to do right now at this very moment is because Facebook sees you as a new group. All the people that are coming in there are new. So you're not they're not already shutting off your, the notifications. They're not they're they haven't shown Facebook that they're not going to engage. So it's brand new. It's like it's a baby. So you kind of have a more of an advantage when you do a pop-up group. Now, some people get nervous about doing this because they're like, well, what if there's only five people who sign up for my challenge? Because I have 500 people in my Facebook group or I have 100 people in my Facebook group. I'd rather do it in front of them. Well, invite your original Facebook group to come over to the pop-up group and give them an incentive. Make it so they don't get their challenge workbook unless they come over to this group. Make it so they don't get a certain bonus if they unless they come over to the Facebook group. You have to try different things to see what works. And I think that a pop-up group for your challenge would be very beneficial for algorithm's sake. And again, This could change in about 25 minutes or in a week or never, but just take it into consideration and try it. And if you try it, let me know how it works for you. But challenges are great because you spend a lot of time with your your subscribers. My best launches, honestly, have been with challenge, with a challenge webinar hybrid. So I will do a Monday through Friday challenge. And then on Friday, I do a soft pitch in the Facebook group. Saturday is a webinar and I pitch again. That's been my most successful launches. Now, I don't do that every single time because it's a pretty big plan. And after I've done it so many times, sometimes I just want to do a webinar. And so I've been laying pretty low this year and not doing the big launches. I only plan to do two and I have one to do yet this year. So get ready. I love webinar challenge hybrids, but they do take a lot of energy. So if you want an actual legit webinar hybrid, webinar challenge hybrid, let me know. I have actually a whole course that can help you create this. The other part of launching is maybe your stu- your future students really love video. So you could do a rec- recorded video series. A lot of people don't want to go live because they have a nine to five. Um, or they have little kids running around all the time when they get home and they're like, there's no way I can go live, Lindsay, every single day with a challenge when I have a nine to five. Okay. So then you could do something like pre-recording videos, loading the videos on on a secret page on your website or lead pages, only making one available each day. And then by day five, they have all five videos to watch. Now, to be honest with you, I've had lower conversion rates with this strategy because I really feel like the live connection is very powerful and it doesn't really seem as 
I just don't feel like I'm connected with people and I really need to feel connected with people to have a good launch. And that's why I think the webinar challenge always works for me. But again, do what's right for you. So I'm sure you're asking, how do you do a, how do you do a daily live challenge in a Facebook group when you have a nine to five? Well, you make it work. So sometimes I will go live before I go to work. Sometimes I will go live in the afternoon. Sometimes I'll go live in the evening and sometimes I'll take time off to do my lives more consistent. I have just made it work in whatever scenario of my life that I've been in. I've done them during school hours. I've done them during summer vacations. And honestly, my my most successful launch was in the summer when we were on such a rush to take the kids swimming lessons. I literally had to go live right after work and then leave and drive a half hour to take my kids to swimming lessons. So it was just like such an adrenaline rush every single day. I really think my business feeds off of that. So think about when, um, I think it's the earlier, the better you go live in your Facebook group. So if you could do it before you go to work, you don't have to go live for two hours. You can go live for 15 minutes. It doesn't matter, but you got to show up. So the earlier you go, you'll have more chances of people watching your stuff all throughout the day. So just keep that in mind. Pay attention to the habits in your Facebook group when people are more active I can't, I don't know when your audience is going to sit there and watch your video. So you have to just test it out. All right. Number four is choose your launch date to be really mindful of the timing and your audience. Just kind of like, even with your challenges, like we just talked about being mindful of when they are able to really participate. Obviously you don't want to launch during Thanksgiving or Christmas because you're not going to get the attention that your launch isn't going to get the attention it deserves. So being really mindful of your audience. So for example, September launches, October launches are always really good because the kids are back in school. It seems like everything's kind of running smoothly and normally as opposed to summertime when people are in and out of their homes, they're taking vacations, they're off work, they're just kind of all over the place. It's harder. So winter seems to be really good for my business in the fall and the summer is good too, but not as good as when... <laughs> honestly, when the kids are in school. So think about your audience, what works best for them and what works best for your schedule. I will always look at my work schedule and plan my launches around that. And you don't hear anybody talking about that. You don't hear anybody talking about their nine to five. Well, I have a work schedule that I I have lots of paid time off with my full-time job. And so I will really take into consideration when I want to take time off for my from my job so I can maybe do a bigger launch and do something bigger for my business before um, the year is over, before the quarter is over. I always take, in the, take that into consideration. Everyone has time off with their job, so maybe use it to run your business. Number five, creative time. This means writing, scheduling emails, creating the landing pages, the thank you pages, the timers, the Zoom calls, the calendar reminders, blocking off time, webinars, all of the things that your launch is going to need. I want you to do this at least a month before launch week. Now, this is really important. This is the most important tip that I can give you. If you take creative time that far in advance before your launch starts, you will you will be walking into your launch looking like the most refreshed and ready to go course creator out there. If you go into your launch still writing out the emails and 
scrambling and trying to figure out when this is going to be sent out and to who and how should it be an automation? Should it be a campaign? Oh, crap. I forgot to set the calendar reminders. Oh, my goodness. I didn't schedule the Zoom call yet. All over the place. Your launch is going to go just like that. The best launches are created at least a month before. I'm going to say that so many times because it is so amazing to know your launch is completely ready and you have some downtime. Give yourself downtime before the launch even begins. And then once launch week comes, you're going to see in your schedule, oh, it's launch week. I have one, I have three webinars this week. I have five challenge days this week and I'm ready because I did all the work last month. I know this is going to go well and smooth because I took the time to make this run properly. Now, again, this is the time where you're writing and scheduling emails. You're writing a lot of emails for launches. You're creating landing pages and thank you pages and timers and calendar links and Zoom calls and blocking off time. You're making sure it works with your clients and your students that you might already be working with. You're really paying attention to how much time you need. Do not rush the launch. Do not. Because you are your own boss. You have to be mindful of what you can take on and how long you can and and how long you want to work on something. You have complete control. So don't be your worst boss ever and give yourself these unrealistic deadlines, these crazy to-do lists. Take everything in stride. Learn from someone who's done it a billion times and just trust the process. And that kind of leads right into to step six, to number six, be mindful of your deadlines. It's okay to change the dates. No one knows yet anyway. I remember going through a launch for Santa Coaching Academy last year, and I remember I remember the moment me and my husband were just walking in into our bedroom to go to bed, and I was telling him, I'm I'm kind of stressed out about these days because I have this webinar here and then this one. And then, you know, there's something going on at school. And I said, there's just, it's kind of a lot. And he just kind of looked at me like, um, you made up the days (laughs) and I, and I, it just hit me and he goes, well, does anybody know yet? Have you like been, have you been promoting it? And I said, no. And then he kind of looked at me again, like then change it. (laughs) And I said, oh my gosh. If nobody knows, what does it matter if I push it out a week? And even if everybody did know, I see lots of course creators tell everyone, okay, now the webinar is going to be next week, or we're starting the challenge next week, change of plans, no big deal. But especially if nobody nobody knew, you're just going to have to switch a couple days on your landing pages, move things around on your calendar, but you're going to feel so much better if you're mindful of your deadlines. It's okay to push a launch out. It's okay. I've had lots of clients who just were nervous that they weren't going to have enough time. And I said, then you have to push it out. You got to listen to yourself. What's it going to take for you to realize that you are the boss and you created the days and all you have to do is go on your computer and backspace and create a new time. You don't have to be so hard on yourself. You can just take everything in stride, create your own deadlines. If they're too soon, then stretch it out a little bit. Not a big deal. And my last tip for you 
as you create your launch while you're working your nine to five is to promote your launch vehicles. By launch vehicles, I mean your webinar, your challenge, your videos, however you're going to do your launch, at least a one week before they begin via social media, your list, paid marketing if you choose. So here's my general rule of thumb. So if you want a big launch, you need to use big vehicles, right? If you want to go to, if you want to travel across the world, you're not going to take a little tiny plane, right? If you want to travel across the world, you're going to need a big plane and you're going to need a bigger runway. So that being said, if you have a big launch goal, it's not going to be enough for you to post about your program on Instagram and hope for the best. You're going to need some big vehicles and you're going to need a big runway for your plane. I'm guessing you're going to choose a plane as your big vehicle. So you're going to need this big runway. And that's why I gave you these big tools. You can use a webinar, a challenge, recorded video series. If you're going to do a webinar challenge, then this is what I do for promoting. I like to schedule out my webinar ads, if you're running ads, two weeks before the webinar rolls out. And I'll use the same strategy for the challenge as well. I feel like Facebook needs a little bit of time to learn and about, about my audience. So I always give that week of learning process and then it, get, it really gets rolling after that. So two weeks before your launch begins, I would start running your ads and then your organic posting to social media. I think a week is good enough because, you know, everyone is so like, oh, when does this start? I need to do it now. I think a week is long enough. Otherwise, we just get drowned out in the inbox and people forget that they have to go to a webinar and they have to go to a challenge every single day. So I think a week is enough for organic. And then for paid, I would go like at least two weeks. I think that's that's perfectly fine. Anything longer than that, I think it falls back into the the rule that they'll probably forget about it. So your main goal is to just show up for your launch. Like I said in the beginning, everything in the back end, all of the writing, all the planning, all the setting up, it should already be taken care of. So let's go over those tips one more time. Number one, create your program outline, just your modules. You don't need anything else. Number two, create your sales page. Number three, create a launch plan. Are you going to use a webinar, a challenge, a hybrid, recorded videos, whatever, whatever makes you happy. Choose your launch dates as number four. Number five is creative time, all the setup time that you're going to need for your launch. Number six is to be mindful of your deadlines. And number seven is to promote your launch vehicles at least one week for organic and then at least two weeks for paid. So there you have it. This is how you launch your program when you work a nine to five. This can absolutely be applied to anyone if you don't even work a nine to five. It's just showing you how to mindfully launch, being really conscious of the time that you have dedicated to other people and your employer and taking the time for your business so you can launch with ease. And if you have any questions about any of these tips, feel free to reach out on Instagram and DM me and ask me anything. I'm always excited to talk about launching and you know that I love to hear from you. So please, if you have a minute, if you could leave a review and subscribe, I would be ever so grateful. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so very much and I will see you on the next one.
Want 10 ways for you to start booking your dream clients? I created this workbook for you because I wanted to share my best tips on how I book mine. You're not going to believe how easy these are and I know you'll be able to take my tips and put them into action ASAP so you can start working with your dream clients. To grab the workbook for free, all you have to do is go to lindsaymaloney.com slash podcast. Hey coaches, are you a member of the Book Your Dream Clients community yet? Because you should be. Just go to dreamclientcommunity.com to request free access. We do fun things like website audits, challenges, and we even have a book club. Join the free Dream Client community now and we'll see you there. Thank you so much for listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. If you want to find out more information how you can work with me, just head on over to my website, lindsaymaloney.com. You will be able to see how you can work with me privately or in a group setting. I'm all about helping you start and scale your coaching business, so I'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a rating and review. And if you want bonus points, take a screenshot of a review and tag me on your Instagram story. I'd love to see it and share it with my audience. And plus, you don't want to miss another episode.